Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 678 for the week of May 27th, 2023. I'm Chris Privet here bringing you this week's RPG Cast. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey. Who have I got with me? Introduce uh, yourselves, because I can't think uh, of your names. <laughs> Big the Catapologist, Kelly Ryan. Mm. And person who hates video games, Jason Ariola. Wee! Wait, why do you hate video games? No, after last week, it just seemed like I hated uh, video games, so. Video games were a mistake. Well, I mean, I think we can all agree about I don't that. know that that's wrong. I, I'm massively joking because I actually hate it when people say video games are useless. They inspire a lot of creativity. Mm-hmm. Including sexy Big the Cat pictures, apparently. Can I tell you about what my creativity has been used for this week with regards to video games? Maybe maybe I can settle this argument once and for all. Let me tell you the things that I spend my time doing in the pursuit of the video game hobby lately. I finished Skyrim. All right. So let's start with that. I finished Skyrim. Finally did it. Finally got through a thing. I could tell it was coming because my quest log started getting smaller instead of bigger. Because usually my quest log would only grow after I play. <laughs> so my, my, I finally ran out of quests to do. I did all the expansions. And then I did the main story quest and it was done. And I was like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> and I was done before, well before that. I was like, I need to just finish this this thing. <laughs> I had fun in Skyrim, but like, uh, there is, uh, it's, it's fun as a sandbox and modding and stuff, but the main quest is not satisfying. Many of the story and side quests are not satisfying. The only good companion is in one of the expansions. And even then she's a vampire. And if you ask her if she wants to be cured of vampirism, she gets real defensive because that's her lifestyle choice. And it's not a decision for you to make. And it's like, well, I just wanted to talk through it, but you don't even want to talk about it. And it's like, I'm, I don't know how I feel right now. That's a whole other thing. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I, I get it's a lifestyle choice and it's your life and your body, but also your lifestyle choice literally comes <laughs> at the expense of other mortal souls. So I think there's more to talk about here than just your lifestyle choices. But no. Yeah, just a tad. Just, I guess apparently not. And I'm I'm a jerk for even bringing it up. Okay, fine. Well, as long as you understand that, Chris. Yeah, I just need to understand that's just how things work in this world. Okay, fine. Yeah, I, 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 I'm a clueless guy. I don't understand. That's fine. I'm just a cat who walks around and gets told, is that fur coming out of your ears? It's like, yes, thank you. I'm a Khajiit, damn it. And a werewolf, but, you know. <laughs> that is like some worgen turning into cat stuff. Yeah, I, I really oh, have wow. nothing to criticize her about since I wanted to stay a werewolf. <laughs> like she can stay a vampire anyway so i finished all that stuff i'm still going through my quick retrospective of skyrim from patrician tv which is a 20-hour series of videos um on 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 skyrim and i agree almost with everything he says so it's real fun to go through and see him do intense long-form criticism of the whole thing (laughs) so 
that's fun. Uh, still have like six hours left of that. So, uh, and then I'll be done with Skyrim for the foreseeable future. Um, yeah. What, what do I say about Skyrim? So then you switched to it's even an action more adventure the- game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then I've switched. Yeah. So here you go. So, so after that, I'm like, well, what do I do? Diablo four is not out yet. Final fantasy 16 is not out yet. <sighs> do I go play you some have- console games? Do I PC game? I don't know what to do. So what was your suggestion, Kelly? You have a lovely little game that the internet is sensationalizing. That's like right there that you forgot to pre you apparently forgot that you pre-ordered. Yeah, we lent it to somebody. Oh, I forgot. Never mind. So some kids are playing it and they're having fun um, attaching sticks to sticks. And now they have sticky sticks. And (laughs) apparently they're just getting no end of enjoyment from dumb stuff like that, which is like, good, more power to you. With your Zelda Skyrim. Uh, stick, stick, and stick sticks. Yes, Vaughn. All right. So, the. <laughs> so, and I'm, I'm sitting here like, man, you know what would be nice? An Elder Scrolls game where the lore was done well. Maybe I should play Morrowind, but I've so far resisted that temptation because I just did Skyrim. I don't really want to do another Elder Scrolls game right now. Uh, so I downloaded Daggerfall Unity and installed that, and I'm like, I'm not actually going to play this, but I'm thinking about playing it, and that's that's cool. That's an old Elder Scrolls game where, like, it's the land is so big, it takes 69 hours to run walk from one side of the map to the other. Sweet Jesus. It's, it's like, supposed the land is supposed to be equivalent to, like, Great Britain, <laughs> um, which is interesting. Uh, the, the, it was procedurally generated though. So most of the land is nothing, right? It's just, Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) Anyway, the, uh, so that's that I'm going down that road and I end up with this collection of games on my desktop. Let me, let's, the outer worlds, dragon quest, quest inquisition, inquisition, wow. Dragon Quest Inquisition. I can't say it. Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure. What did I call it? Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest Inquisition. Write that down, Sam. <laughs> Dragon Age Inquisition. Deus Ex: Mankind Divided. A Plague Tale Requiem. Wing Commander One. <laughs> Huh? I don't know how I got to Wing Commander, but somehow I was like, "Oh yeah, I wanted to look at the old Wing Commander games. Let's install that." Mean Cyan Games, the creators of Mist, released a new game lately that I had be- kickstarted. So that came out Firmament, so I have that installed. And I was like, "Well, I kind of never finished playing the old Mist games. What did I leave off? All right, Uru Complete Chronicles. Oh, I installed that. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order because I want to play the new Star Wars Jedi game because that's a talk of the town right now. So I got to install the first one and Shadowrun Hong Kong." Because I like those Shadowrun games, and I never played Hong Kong. So that was a collection of PC games I inst- ended up installed on my on my PC. Oh, and Fallout New Vegas, because uh, one of the things that keeps coming up in comparison to all these Bethesda games is the one Obsidian made that actually had a good story, which is Fallout <laughs> New Vegas. <laughs> so it's like, maybe I should actually get around to that, and that might scratch the itch of, I kind of want more Elder Scrolls, but from somebody competent. So maybe I can do that. Yeah. Interesting thing of note is that Fallout New Vegas is free on Epic Games Store it right is. now. It is, yeah, and that's what made it, That's that kind of sealed the deal. Like, it was always floating around in the back of my head, and it's like, Epic Store, giving it away. I'm like, perfect, install. 
And um, but we'll get back to that. So I start looking through all these games. I'm like, man, you know what I had the most fun doing in Skyrim? Modding. Which of these have mods on Nexus mods? And oh I God, found a Chris. couple of them do. Chris. Yeah. <laughs> What's are you going to actually play New Vegas or are you going to mod the thing to Listen, death? I finished Skyrim even after modding it, so it'll get off me. <laughs> well, you were playing it before you started modding uh-huh, it. Uh-huh, and I finished uh-huh. and played it after I was modding oh, it. okay, okay, yeah. okay. There's, there's, I'm having fun. <laughs> mo- I get to be a vampire if I want to. You don't get to make that choice for me. Um, okay, so- I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> So I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here. Um, what am I doing? The... Uh, oh right i'm looking through what games can i mod on here and i'm like oh i can't really mod outer worlds can't really mod uh, oh i can mod dragon age maybe um no not nothing for deus ex nothing for plague tale nothing for wing commander nothing for the mist game actually i didn't even look for the mist games oh star wars jedi fallen order that has mods let's see what they are oh no they're all nudie mods <laughs> they're all it's all nudie mods it's of like the, the toy story mead meme minuti oh, mods do they have, uh, everywhere they have lightsabers but dildos mod no but man you can play nice as surprise. naked kale and just stare at his naked butt the whole time if you want That's to and they have like the the female jedis that show up i guess that they have very very nude models of them um very very nude very nude look when i say very nude i mean that means we're getting to the point where you get to choose yeah. the the styling of all of their hair um, oh, we'll just say, awesome. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. So yeah, and uh, the and then <laughs> I think I got. To, I, and I'm scrolling through this. Like, are there any mods that aren't nudie mods? And then I get to one where it's just naked cat. The, the guy naked with a hairy butt running around with a lightsaber belt on. And I'm like, you know what? I'm taking this game out of the mod manager. <laughs> you are banned from mods, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. No mods for you. Were- you. You're not allowed. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it, and that's where I decided I'm going to do that one. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, but no, I just there were mods. You know, I found a non-nudity mod for that game, and you know what it was? It was get rid of the little robot sidekick, just make him disappear. And I'm like, what? why what? would you do that? <laughs> it's like the one character with actual character in that game. I why internet? Do you just want to put nudie mods in the game? Why is it all you want to do is can you have any fun with the mods that aren't related to nudie mods? No, but now I'm being judgmental. All right. Well, I think you know the answer. No, it's not that you're being judgmental. It's just that's not what you want, and you want something else. And unfortunately, it seems like the vast majority of the internet wants what you. They want, want exactly the one thing, and they want nude Star Wars ladies. Mm-hmm. And okay. maybe maybe nude star Wars character actually there were other mods they put the they, they replaced the main character with the mandalorian <laughs> or other characters from star wars where you don't see their face at all and it's like well all right i admit it's cool to see the mandalorian running around with a lightsaber and doing stuff but like also come on <laughs> that's what all right whatever i'm out there were no really useful mods in that game so i said you're done no mods for you <laughs> Herfrod's pointing out also Daggerfall has mods. And like I mean Daggerfall Unity kind of is a giant mod. But yes, I do realize um I don't have it on my desktop. I didn't create an icon for it, so that's why I didn't mention it. But I do have Elder Scrolls Arena and Daggerfall installed. And Daggerfall has mods, like actual mods that might be worth installing. And then one other game has mods that seem to be worth installing out of all those games I listed, and that's Fallout New Vegas. So I started down the the, the road. 
of modding Fallout New Vegas, which is just like Skyrim. It starts with research. So much research, because there are hundreds of mods for this game. Unlike Skyrim, they're not as actively developing mods for 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 New Vegas as they are for Skyrim. Because Skyrim's like just modding Skyrim's uh, its own thing. Like yeah. people play, they don't play the game. They play how nice can I make it look and put a video on YouTube about how nice it's looking and get views for what looking at my modded uh, walk around of a town of Skyrim. People aren't really doing that with, uh, you know, New Vegas, but someone's going to link me to a video and then that's going to be my YouTube for the next week. But until that happens, I don't really think they're doing it on New Vegas. So I I just start down the road of like, all right, well, what was the most important mods to me was vegetation mods. So let's go do that. And then I'm like, man, this is so much work. Oh, right. I remember there's this feature on Nexus where you can do mod collections. And I, I found it too late into my Skyrim modding and I had formed too many opinions, but over, I, I decided, wait a second, instead of doing all the work, I'm going to let someone else do it for me and one click install all the mods. So I one click installed all the mods and uh, that was last night and it Mm -hmm. took about 30 minutes to download all the mods. Um, And this is on Nexus Nexus premium. So there's a lot of mods, about 400. (laughs) It's called uh, fallout new Vegas, 2022 overhaul or something like that. Uh, Fallout new Vegas remastered 2022. Yeah. Um, Exactly 400 mods in this set. And a really, really long readme file because not so they do all the work for you except all the work you have to do manually. And they're the, bless this person because there's so much to deal with with mods. Like this documentation is completely invaluable or invaluable, valuable, concrete, completely necessary. I'm so glad it's here. But I'm like at step, you know. Step thirteen out of a hundred to, to to reconcile and and update and get all the mods set up correctly. So it's gonna be a while before I get to play New Vegas. You don't say. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I'm just going through the readmes of the mods, and I'm trying not to do all. Oh, I hope I didn't just show something bad on the screen. Uh, I shouldn't show these. I'm gonna close this mod tab. Um. I shouldn't care about all the mods. Uh, read me files because I'm letting them do it all for me. But there's a couple places where they tapped out and said, eh, just accept the default suggestions that your mod manager makes for which one should take priority. And it's like, yeah, I know there's a little bit more to it than that. So I should do some research. So I'm going to be reading for a while. Like this is my Memorial day weekend project is read fallout new Vegas mods. Apparently. Um, so that's what I'm doing. And then I'm going through the readme file for, um, for one. So this, this, this mod collection, it has nudie mods in it. I don't really want nudie mods, but I'm happy because they made them optional. That's right. By default, <laughs> they install the non-nude mods. By the way, apparently for Fallout, people don't care about the the nudie stuff as much. So when they make nudie mods, they make nude or non-nude versions. So I was reading the readme for one of these, the the non-nude version, which is just an alternate version of the nude version, which means uh, I can't show you this on the screen right now for obvious reasons. Um, (laughs) But we're reading through the FAQ and it's like, why do the male parts bobble so much? And it's like, well, 
Either we put in bobbling for the male parts or they're permanently are you happy to see me mood mode. <laughs> and so that was our choice. Either permanent happy to see you mode or bobble physics. <laughs> I just that was funny. It's like that's the choice you have to make. <laughs> these these now my are your question options. Is, it, with that bobbling <clears throat> mode, is there a uh, is there a sound effect that goes along with it or is it just kind of like <laughs> there should be like as it slaps back and forth? <laughs> No, I don't want the. Uh. <laughs> and now you know why I prefer the non-nude mods. <laughs> and, and who would be nude in the Fallout world? That's just a death sentence. Like, ugh. you need to be in as much armor as possible in Fallout. Radiation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just everything trying to kill you. Uh, every uh, yeah, everything is trying. Oh my gosh, Kelly, it's a mean world, and there's like giant death scorpions and radiation and and so many guns. You you won't believe how many guns they are for a world that doesn't have the manufacturing facilities to create guns anymore. It is well, I mean, amazing. It take place in America, to be fair. Well, there was a lot of yeah. So there's a lot of guns to go through before they all wear out. So. <laughs> Uh, so that's my new Vegas fun. That's what I'm doing now. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I shouldn't be doing this. I don't know what I should be doing, but not this. And yet Chris, here I am. Can get you in the program? Please. <laughs> <sighs> that's it for me. Um, this just said, I just got my goat. Yay! Um, I <laughs> I use in-game gold to buy a month of WoW just so that I could do the um, Diablo 3 Emissary event this weekend because I'm pathetic and I had very much FOMO, but at the same time, it has this event has a uh, version of the Bale goat pet that is a secret pet that's really hard to find. Um, and this one, it's like, okay, just wait for a treasure goblin to spawn every 30 minutes and I can get a different version of it. So, yeah, I have my goat pet, but now I also want to get the, uh, th- there's a backpack transmog that you can get that basically puts a bag of treasure on your back that now I'm trying to go for. So, um, sort of back on the wild train, but just for temporary reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I had no desire to play until I found this out this weekend. I still but, have no uh, desire to play, and I don't know why, because I like Dragonflight, but, no, yeah. I, I do, too. I just have other stuff going on, like, uh... I have New using, Vegas mods to install. Like, uh, <laughs> using exploits to max out my armor in Tears mm. of the Kingdom. So, I found out this week that there's a, they've already patched this, by the way. Um, but if you haven't updated your Tears of the Kingdom, there is a very easy exploit where you can duplicate pretty much any consumable in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's kind of hard to do for the critters because they tend to run away. So, Wait, this is put, a patch for the thing that came out yesterday? Yeah, well, the latest patch that came out fixed it. One Okay. So here's um, a dupe glitch inside 112. Is that the latest patch? No, that latest patch fixed it, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, th- there's a new dupe glitch for the new patch. It's just much harder. So oh, yours okay. is really easy. So Yeah. Yeah, so, I saw that one. Um, um, if you, turn off auto updates if you want to do, if you haven't patched it already and want to do this, or you can be really paranoid like me and keep your switch in airplane mode at all times. 
It saves Whoops. on battery. Yeah, it's um, a good plan. So what you do is you put the item you want to dupe at the end of your inventory, and then you ju- jump off of something and hit the paraglider, and then quickly pause the game, grab another item that's one item only, that's a stack of one, and then the other items that you want to duplicate and it'll drop them on the ground, but keep them in your inventory. And you just do that over and over again, one single item and then four of the other items over and over again. Um, There's YouTube videos that explain it better than I have. It kind of helps to have a visual, but basically it's like, yeah. So I've got like an infinite supply of, uh, what, what is it? The white lionel horns that add plus 40 to any of your weapons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you need a lot of this stuff to do full armor upgrades. Um, so that's been my obsession is uh, finding rest of the rest of the pieces of the armor and fully upgrading them to four stars using the fairy. Um, that, that being said, it is a little bit difficult to do this with certain living creatures i i recommend if you're going to try it save your game first so that you don't lose your rare creatures and do it indoors so that they don't run away but for stuff like the rhino beetles it's it's damn near impossible to do because they fly away so quickly when you drop them um luckily rhino beetles are kind of easy to farm if you have them in your compendium but um can you do it with weapons there is a way to do it with weapons that's a completely different method, ah, and okay. I, I never did that one, mostly because, you know, with the, all the, having having an infinite supply of all the monster parts pretty much gives me all the weapons I want. Um, you can also do this glitch doing the shield jump, to, as if you're going to go shield surfing, but that also breaks your shields. That's how I was doing this initially, and then broke all of my shields and was like oh that was stupid um i knew that was going to happen and i did it anyway so depending on your method yeah you could potentially break all of your shields but um oh and the other thing that you do this for is you duplicate diamonds and pretty much have an infinite supply of money which money is the hardest thing to find in tears of the kingdom if you ask Mm me uh so so I it it was nice being able to just duplicate diamonds all day and then buy all the house pieces I want and made my dream house in Terrytown. Um so so I I've, I spent pretty much all week doing this and finding armor upgrades and taking out bosses. Did the and, guy you're whose arm you're borrowing contact you and say I know the thieving evilness you're up to. I I mean stealing items out of thin air, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, it's like I started the Thunder Dungeon and then found this glitch and have been kind of exploiting this glitch all week and haven't even got into the, the Thunder Dungeon quest. Um, and I also spent a lot of time opening up the uh, underground area, turning on, basically turning on all the lights, um, f- finding all the uh, light routes to f- fill out the map. Um there, there is a very easy, cheap auto build that you can do that's basically like an air bike that makes uh, exp- exploring the underground pretty easy. Um, th- there are YouTube videos for it that kind of shows you how to build it. It's just two fans and a control stick. 
and um, if if you have the fully upgraded uh, Zonanite armor, um, you can pretty much fly anywhere and not run out of energy. Hmm. So, um, a lot, lot of exploration in Tears of the Kingdom right now, uh, and and no story progress whatsoever. Because why not? <laughs> Um, that's yeah, wasn't much... that half the joke of Breath of the Wild where, you know, it's like, you need to save the princess and then you just go dick it around for like 150 hours or whatever. Yep, pretty much. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I'm going to start the story up again eventually after I... Sure you will. I, yeah. I, I found just all like three... Chris Will with the New Vegas. Uh-huh. And Skyrim. I, <laughs> I found all three pieces of the Yiga armor set, which... Um, it basically dresses you like the the in-game ninjas um and i'm trying to get that upgraded and there's a couple of quests that you can do where you can infiltrate the yiga clan headquarters using that set so i want to go do those quests Hmm. um i and i think you only have to upgrade some of these sets twice to get the set bonuses because one of them i got the glide armor set basically negates all fall damage so i've been you know, base jumping off of the Sky Islands. And it, it, it's kind of underwhelming. I thought he was going to do a superhero landing. And he, he just kind of lands on his feet. <laughs> um, See, I was hoping and, he would still, like, land like he got hurt and just get up like, oh, okay. Yeah. And he looks like Batman in this set. Oh, good lord. Which is even funnier. So, some of the sets are kind of funny looking. Like, um, the Gloom set. He, he's wearing kind of a pointy hood. And it's like, oh... I'm, I'm glad you can't dye this white. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why, Kelly? What do you mean? What could that be? No, sorry. I'm uh, <laughs> being stupid. Sorry. No, I, I. it was the first thing I thought. And I was like, let me go say, oh, thank God you cannot dye the set white. Mm-hmm. Um, it, when you do apply the dye, it just it just makes the bandages underneath a different color, which <laughs> that looks kind of cool. <laughs> um, gosh, what, what other sets are there? Uh, there, there's the froggy set that you get doing a series of quests that um, it makes it so that you can climb in the rain. Nice. That That's a godsend. I like this video where he looks like a dark nut. Yeah. Oh, Is that the that's right name? The, I don't know. Yeah, I think that that was DLC armor in the first game. Mm. And they've just, they've just put all those DLC armors in the Underdark. Um, and you've, some of them, you've got to fight really hard bosses to be able to take them out. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, I, I've been collecting some of the hoods from the um, monster guy that g- gives you hoods for those frog coins that I just saw Link kill in the video. Um, and that leads to an armor set that uh, replaces your rupees with hearts when you get damaged. Hmm. So to, between that and the item duplication glitch, uh, you can have your own fun there. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm still very. <laughs> this guy's this using game. the ascend skill to respawn the bubbly, or the bubble. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, that's an interesting glitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna hunt those guy those guys down. Mm-hmm. I didn't know those things. Respawned. This might not be patched too. Yeah. Well, I mean. I, I don't know if it, I, I can't, I don't have the audio. So, oh yeah, it works okay. on one, one, two. So, oh, oh no. 
The, oh no! The what? moment you try to collect the drops, upon collecting one, it deletes the rest. Oh well, that that sucks. Ah, I don't know what's going on. This is people are disagreeing, and which is always the case with with glitches. So <laughs> you yeah, give it a try. And- maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. Maybe don't glitch your game and just hunt them legitimately. Papa, try. Yeah, go ahead. Try any of these glitches at your own fate. I don't know what kind of consequences there are to some of these glitches, and um, I'm not responsible for you screwing up your game if you try any of these, so don't yell at me. (laughs) I don't think our audience glitches things too much. I think that's a thing I like to do. (laughs) (laughs) It's a thing I like to do, too. Like, I'm... I always exploit items. I was so overpowered in Skyrim. You don't understand. (laughs) I was so overpowered. I one shot people with my my dagger. And actually, I used the thing I learned about in the video series I was watching, a magic exploit, where I use one of my 20,000% increased damage to destruction magic and then use a cloaking type destruction magic where it does uh, AoE damage around you. And the 20,000% 20, also impacts the distance of your AoE. So uh-huh. I can walk into a dungeon, pop a potion, cast one spell, and everything in the dungeon is dead. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's great. So, I don't know. Maybe that can be our question of the week. Do you, do you exploit glitches in games if it benefits you somehow? I'm not planning to do that in Fallout, but I actually need to evaluate all the mods I have to make sure I don't have any cheat mods in this collection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, I might accidentally. <laughs> I know there's a mod in there. Let's see. There's a mod that prevents the game from keeping you from cheating in the casino. Huh. So apparently what you would do in the casino is like you, you quick save and quick load after you know what's going to happen. So by default, the game makes you wait 45 seconds after a load before you can gamble, which I guess would be enough time for the randomness to change or something like that. I don't know all the mechanics yet. So this this uh, mod disables that 45-second wait. And I'm like, oh, I love cheating in casinos. Do I want this mod or not? So I haven't made a decision on that one. but <laughs> uh, I, In video game casinos, not real-life casinos. I should be clear. I'm going to stop no, talking. No, in real-life casinos. In real life casinos, they'll kill you. Well, yeah. Or or send you to jail. I don't know. I don't go to casinos. <laughs> um, but yeah, that could be a question of the week. Because I, like, in Wild Arms, the Heelberry glitch I exploited the hell out of. And mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII, the X-Item glitch I exploited the hell out of. Mm-hmm. Uh All sorts of things. It's For me, it's fun to play around with glitches like that because of how how broken you can make the game. Oh, the uh, the missing number glitch in po- the original Pokemon? You can really break your game with that if you're not Oh, kidding. yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or even getting Mew. Like, it doesn't break the game, but it's in there. <laughs> well, that, that game is barely held together with duct tape and bubble gum, from what I've heard, as glitchy as it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, one could one could argue that the same thing can be said of new Pokemon too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Same there six was... people from the first game working on it still. <laughs> yeah. Cause apparently in the new one, there was some Pokemon duping that was going on as well. Um, I, I never messed with any of that because that one you could corrupt it. 
a lot of the DS Pokemon games, you could corrupt your save pretty easily messing around with that stuff. Yeah, yeah, it gets so, a little precarious. So, um, what have you been playing, Jason, aside from sending me very cute cat gifts? <laughs> um, so, I kept banging my head against the wall with Tears of the Kingdom this week, and I finally decided that I've just it's just not going to work for me. So, oh, that's sad. Yeah, yeah, just not what I'm not really what I'm looking for. Not enough nudie mods. I, Chris, you know me. You that is exactly. Is it- so I know some people are just, they're already like, I'm done with the performance on the Switch, so they're putting it on a PC or a Steam Deck or whatever and, and going that route. Would that help? No, it's just the game itself. I'm just not finding like any joy in playing. Mm. So, yeah. It's just, I, I'm not into the building thing, and I, I think we I talked about this last week. It's just like, I'm not, like, like the mechanical and the engineering like solution stuff. It just, my brain doesn't function that way. And so like a lot of it is like, Oh, let me just build a big bridge instead of like, you know, it's like, Oh, here, let me make metal gear so I can shoot this and then bust my way through. Hmm. I I'm enjoying seeing people post stuff on Twitter where they like, like I said, you know, they make metal gear Rex in there mm-hmm. or, you know, just do like any number of like cool things, but it's just like, that's fantastic. I I, I look at something like that. I'm like, well, what could I cobble together here? And I try to make something. And I'm like, oh, wow, I was trying to make the Vic Viper. And this thing looks more like um, I drew with my feet. Okay, well, this is clearly not going to happen. <laughs> so, yeah. So um, I was kind of like waffling on what I was going to play. Um, put, a li- put a little bit more time into reading uh, Sid Meier's um, autobiography, Memoirs. And then I kind of settled on trying to uh, play Trails in the Sky. I realized I had uh, started it on Steam like a couple of years ago and had no clue where I was because I was was only two or three hours into it. I was like, oh, no big deal. I'll just start a new save file. So I played for like an hour or two, got up to the tower where you save the kid or whatever, or the kids, and then come back down. And I went to go play it while I was door dashing on my Steam Deck, and it needs to be connected to Steam. So I was like, oh, I guess I'm not playing Trails in the Sky during my downtime tonight. Yeah. So uh, the other day, I actually started Far Cry Six just because I wanted to uh, get the little uh, Torizo dog, which is a little wiener dog in a wheelchair that distracts uh, enemies with how cute he is. And I'm like, okay, I I, I kind of want that. <laughs> that is very cute. My only issue with this game is, boy, it, it, I, I'm 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 not some person who's bothered by cursing, but every other word is like the f bomb. It's like somebody who just discovered this word is like you know, it sounds like an edgy like twelve thirteen year old who um you know saying that as somebody who's the father of a twelve year old and would go pick her up at middle school. You just hear f this f that every other word. It's like every adjective and adverb they can come up with, including nouns, and it's just like um you know I think. I think I can't play this in front of my kids. <laughs> like I don't, I'm fine with them hearing the words. It's not like you know where, you know, I, I feel like that your children are going to explode if they hear cursing. But it's just like I don't need this to be every other word in my game. So I just kind of mute it and yeah, they've been playing it that way. I haven't gotten the dog yet, but I'm still. Uh, but I have a uh, have an alligator with a jacket on, and his name's Guapo, which is if you're uh, not 100 percent sure, but I'm pretty sure it's uh, like handsome for Spanish or in Spanish. <laughs> So it's kind of a fun little thing is you can sick him on people basically and he'll – they'll I mean you know it kind of turns out as well as you would think an alligator uh, tearing somebody limb from limb goes. Uh, apparently that game also has a cougar named Peaches that you can recruit. Oh, cool. OK. Yeah, I, and there's also um uh, like a rooster um, named Chicharrone. <laughs> so I'm very like excited for some of the pets in here. Like the gun stuff is like eh, – it's kind of whatever. I was just looking for something kind of mindless to play but then I saw the um, – uh, oh boy, 
God, what, what am I? Chorizo. Then I saw Chorizo in there, and I was like, okay, I I gotta at least get that dog. And then maybe if I'm not enjoying the game after I get the dog, then I'll then I'll hang it up on that one. But yeah, it's it's pretty cute, I, and I'm really looking forward to getting that dumb little dog because oh my god, it's so cute. <laughs> So, yeah. So, outside of uh, that and uh, finding I can't play uh, Chills in the Sky on my Steam Deck away from the internet, uh, yeah, I haven't been playing too, too much. Like I said, I, I, I played Tears of the Kingdom. I think my Switch said um, it was somewhere in the neighborhood of like 10 to 15 hours because, you know, it finally unlocked. And I feel like I've given that game more of a, more than a fair shake at this point. And if it's just not clicking with me, I needed to move on mm-hmm. after that long. I know uh, – I know – Pause has the thing of like five rule or five hour rule. Um, I so I gave that you know two to three times that, and it's still not clicking. So I'm just like, hey, I'm good. Ah, well, fair enough. Um, you could probably trade it in for a lot if you're never gonna go back to it. Yeah, that's kind of my thought process. Is like I can probably sell it for like sixty bucks to somebody at this point, and just be like, okay, here you get ten bucks off of it, and I get some of I recoup some of my losses. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's funny. I I forgot that I had pre-ordered that uh, that NIS game, the what the one where you cook the monsters that came out this week. Mm-hmm. So, so like it got here. And it's like, oh man, if I wasn't knee deep into um, Tears of the Kingdom, I would boot this up right now. And then I ended up picking up Trinity Trigger uh, just as a defensive buy because I wanted the the day one edition with the physical soundtrack and the. Uh, art book so it's like two games that i really want to try out right now but can't because i don't want to lose track of tears of the kingdom yeah no i mean (laughs) granted you haven't done much story stuff so you might not lose track of anything (laughs) to be fair yeah yeah but i i want i want to at least try to get that finished up before uh final fantasy 16 takes over my life true okay yeah so you when does that come out is it june June 22nd. June 22nd. Okay. So, um, I mean, you've got a reasonable amount of time to get this done, but also you've been playing oh, yeah. it for two weeks and haven't made any story progress, Kelly? <laughs> I've made some story progress. Okay. I got okay. I got two of the four main dungeons done because I wanted those characters and my little posse. And uh, apparently I have two more left to go and then some other stuff. And I don't know because uh, – Vaughn's further than me, but it's also spoilery stuff that he's further than me. Okay. Um. Um. So yeah, yeah. This this week, uh, Final Fantasy Queenix was kind of making a big deal about how they're not going to have a day one patch for uh, Final Fantasy 16, and how they're they're making a point not to do the whole like ha- having a tie-in anime and movie and other stuff until the game finds its audience. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, wow, Square, you finally learned your lesson. Well, let's not go crazy here. <laughs> they did do, I guess they didn't do a tie-in anime for seven. So, yeah, or for uh, seven remake. Technically, so. they did. There's a oh god, what is it? Last order. Yep, there you go. Oh, yep. um, they did them, but they did that after the game got crazy mm-hmm. popular. Um, both thirteen and fifteen, they were trying that crap before, and people weren't nearly as receptive to it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, 13 was that that whole attempt was just kind of doomed to fail, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And and as a 13 apologist, even I agree that trying to have like three ga- different games <laughs> mm-hmm. was, was kind of nonsense. And then they did that anyway, but more direct sequels, because uh, apparently the game was very popular in Japan, just not over here. Um, so, so, so there you go. 
I um that was actually the very first game I think I put on my um Xbox One X when I got it mm-hmm. and uh, my Series X just to because they they really put in some good work into um the backwards compatibility on that and just making it look really nice. I put it in. I'm like, God, it's like it's hard to believe this is like a 15 year old 360 PS3 game. Like it looks astounding still. Yeah, I'm I'm mildly annoyed that they haven't tried to do like a switch port or something for that that particular trilogy. Um, because the the first one and the third one, thirteen two and lightning and lightning returns are Steam Deck compatible, but for some reason the second one isn't. Hmm. At least not officially Steam Deck compatible. Apparently, you can like find ways to get it to work if you go on Reddit and okay. Uh, finagle some stuff but uh i don't know about you but i hate messing with that kind of stuff because all it does is frustrate me i still want to use my steam deck as like an emulator thing and that's exactly why i haven't done it yet is because i always get terrified i want to break something when i get in there and start modding or messing with stuff yeah it's not even worrying about break stuff because i've heard that it's impossible well it's pretty hard to break your steam deck it's it's more like trying everything and nothing working yeah, yeah, and that seems to be the uh, case study with me. Every time I try to do something like that, I'm like, well, I can't get this to work and just throw up my hands and just leave it. Mm-hmm. I still actually, I would... actually I bought a Series S as a emulator box because I had a buddy who was streaming with one, and it was uh, – I was like, you know, for like 260 used or whatever it was I got it for, I was like, you know, this would be great for that. I can, you know, play PS2 games on there pretty easily and um, – no, I'm in GameCube games. You know, that'll work. And I have yet to actually bother doing it because I started doing it and it was like, okay, now you need to do I was like, oh, God, okay, well, here we go. I'm the, this is going to take me a few hours of sitting down in trial and error. I am going to put it off to the side and I will make time for it. And I haven't touched it since in probably six, seven months. So that was that was money well spent. <laughs> uh, I I remember hacking my PSP for the first time and how worried I was that it was going to, it was going to break because of, mm. uh, you know, that was the first time really doing any soft modding and um, Vaughn figured it out. Cause I think you had to buy uh GTA to um, mod it back then. Oh, and, one of those things. Yeah. 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 And, uh, after after that opened the doors for me, it was like, man, soft modding systems is so fun and yet so frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> Spending hours on forums trying to get stuff to work and nothing working. And uh, I, I ripped my own PS1 discs and made my own e-boots and certain games wouldn't work at all, no matter what firmware you played them on. And oh, mm. f- fun times. Sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, f- f- fun quotation marks depending on what you consider to be fun. Yeah, yeah. That that does not sound like fun to me. It just sounds like a uh, after 2 hours of this I throw my hands up in the air and be like, "Well, I shouldn't have done this to begin with." It, it's why when those um those co- those mini consoles were coming out and people were like, "Well, I could just buy a Raspberry Pi and and have it do all that for me." And I just wanted to say to you do you have any idea how much of a pain in the ass it is to uh, set up a Raspberry Pi? Because <laughs> I, me and my husband have done that, and it's a nightmare uh, in some cases. I mean, it can be easy if you know what you're doing, but trying to like mm-hmm. tweak the, the, the fine-tuning of the little settings and stuff like that can just be so frustrating. So... 
You know what was a great little emulator box was the Ouya. Oh, I've heard that. I used it. Um, or I, I found one. God, at Target for like seventy bucks, sixty bucks, and I was like, you know, I've heard nothing but good things about this is an emulator box, and it's pretty idiot proof. Damn it, if it wasn't idiot proof, I managed to do it. Like I was, I was up and running playing um, like PS One games in like no time flat. It was like the built-in, or not built-in, but the emulators you could download from the store were great. Except one day I went to turn it on, and this was like after the store went down or whatever, and it had just decided to reset itself. Oh. So it just basically bricked. So I was like, okay, well, ooh, yeah, in the trash you go, buddy. Sorry, it was fun. So, but it was nice having a little emulator box that could run like PS1 and Dreamcast. A bit, let me rephrase that. Could sort of run Dreamcast games, you know, just the, the you know, the size of like your fist basically just sitting in my little entertainment center and just like, oh, cool, this is this is great. And yeah, unfortunately that that came to an end and I really haven't ever gotten a solution since then. Oh, darn. Because I've just been lazy. So, oh, God, one of my cats is howling at the door for me. Shut up. <laughs> Shut it. You've been quiet all, all day. But my cats are being surprisingly quiet right now. I'm surprised Alice isn't screaming at me to come sit on the couch. I, th- I, think, I think she's in Vaughn's office right now. Um, I, I, That was a side tangent. Yeah, that that's all I've been playing and all Jason's been playing. All right. Let's go into our question. question. What is your what was it? What's palate, palate cleanser? Cleanser. Um, from from Strawberry Eggs, aka Cassandra. I suppose my most recent palate palate cleanser game is Devil Survivor Two Record Breaker. Nice. Um, Devil Survivor Overclocked also used to be one. These days, though, I feel the need to move on to a game I haven't played before, and I haven't. And haven't replayed something for a long time. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, I had a thought there, and I just drew a blank. Uh, from crawl, love it when that happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, from, from crawl, if I'm in between games and feeling uninspired, I'll usually cross-check my backlog with my how long to beat to find something short, or just play some Picross. There's always Picross. There you go. Uh, Picross, I get. Like I feel like if I don't complete all the the puzzles, I'm not completing the game. So I tend to get like kind of stuck on Picross if I'm playing too much of it. Yeah. Uh, from, from Bobby Watson, for some reason, when I don't know what to play or need an in between game, I almost always end up replaying the original Tomb Raider. I've replayed hmm. that game many, many, many times in the past few years. Ah, but blocky. Uh, Blocky boobs. Yeah, blocky boobs. <laughs> That's what I was <laughs> trying to say. Well, I, I've seen I've seen cosplay recently of blocky Laura Croft on Reddit, which is I think I've seen that, that too. I, yeah. I really like that. <laughs> it's just like okay, yeah, we're really going for it. That's inspired. Um, from Yuna Seven, er, I'm I'm gonna butcher this number. Yuna six seven eight seven six. My palette cleanser game has been visual novels lately. Between the JRPGs, I play any non JRPG game is doing me well. Uh, it just gives me a cooldown from playing all the JRPGs, and visual no- novel games are mostly short. S- sorry, that was kind of a big run on sentence. It was hard to read. 
from Featherhoof, my pellet cleanser game are uh, the Game Boy Legend of Zelda games, Link's Awakening, Oracle of Ages, and Oracle of Seasons. Oh, yeah. They're most, they're most everything I love about uh, Legend of Zelda games, but shrunken down into a format I can finish in a few sittings. They fill me with that nostalgic joy and put me in a better mood to go on the next thing. I um, that That's a good one. I, I love the Game Boy Legend of Zelda games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Link's Awakening is one of my favorite Zeldas. For some reason, I've been having an urge to play the Link's Awakening remake lately, and I don't know why. Have you played it already? Yeah. Okay. I, play, okay. I played it when it came out. Um, okay. It's it's funny because it came out when we were in Japan in 2019, and Vaughn bought a uh, J- Japanese copy just to play it. And then we came home, and his he had his American copy in the mail and realized that, yeah, but pretty much both games are on the same cart it just depends on what region you you're in uh so he's like wow that was kind of a waste of 60 bucks over in japan because <laughs> <laughs> we both had no idea that switch games apparently have both region versions on them now that used to not be a thing so uh that was fun hmm. um oh another one from Featherhoof, by the way i hope y'all are going to talk about that trailer that got shown during the PlayStation showcase. Is anyone on the cast excited for Dragon's Dogma 2 and will be playing it on PC stream so that we can borrow each other's pawns? I um, am super excited about Dragon's Dogma 2. Don't know if I'll be playing it on PC or Steam, though. I still need to play the first one. I never really I, got was, to it. <laughs> I've heard That was one things. of my favorite games from that generation. Like It was just so like different from a lot of other stuff that was out there, and I went back to play it. A few it looks years annoying ago. to play. It it can be at first, but if you get yourself like so, um, back when I like first started my my website, um, a buddy of mine or my two buddies I started with, they actually were playing it together, um, like couch, like they would just kind of alternate playing with each other or whatever, and um, they actually ended up using my pawn to get them through the game. Like I had <laughs> went on and just played it all the way through and used my pawn to <laughs> finish the game themselves because mine was so high up. And they were like, oh, I wonder why this guy is free. It's like, wait, this pawn's name is, J- hmm, it sure looks like Jason. It's bald and okay. I'm very unoriginal. I, I tend to make myself in video games, but I didn't want to make myself the, the the Arisen, so I made myself my pawn. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I'm basically, like, outside of, like, maybe a slightly darker skin tone, I'm basically the generic uh, default for most video game male characters of just, like, bald sort of white guy. So, I was like, oh, this isn't too hard to try hmm. to make myself... But yeah, I'm 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 stoked for Dragon's Dogma 2. Now, here's the thing. Do you guys I swear there was a Dragon's Dogma 2 that was like Japan only and it was like an MMO. Um that I'm not sure that? about. No. I swear I don't there was already that. Dragon's Dogma 2. Was there a Dragon's Dogma game that came out outside of the No, original? but there was Deep there was Dungeon one. that they were gonna work on and didn't do. Oh yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, the launch of the PS4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still waiting on that one. Uh, that ain't happening. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. got scrapped, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. That's what we okay, thought. Okay, so there the... is an online. Dragon's Dogma Online. Okay, see, I knew there was something. Okay. Thank you. Hairfrog knows. I knew there was something. I thought they had called it Dragon's Dogma too, but yeah, but maybe not. Maybe it was just like an early thing. That somebody I saw somebody call it that and it just stuck in my brain. And then finally from Anime Man, um, I tend to lean towards something cute and short or something a little more chill. The first voice of the cards is a pretty good palate cleanser, or sometimes I'll also play something like Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, nothing wrong with uh, getting lost in an MMO when you're in between That's games. That's what I should be playing between games, but I 
I can never get myself to do it. It's like, if I'm going to do a <laughs> MMO, I'm going to play for six months. <sighs> okay, months. so um, unless anything better comes up, new question of the week. Uh, do, do you exploit glitches in games? Mm-hmm. Um, right, right, to ask uh, or leave a uh, comment on the show thread, and we will read it on the next show, more than likely. Um, just, just keep it kind of short, no uh, novels or anything like that because that yeah, i'll take, take a novel read. i'll take a novel um i'll take it to people not posting <laughs> <laughs> yeah we can always trim it down no big deal mm-hmm. uh I, i'm a little distracted because the bandai namco store has a, has a memorial day sale going on right now and some of the t-shirts are like five bucks each there you go oh. So I'm getting a uh, Pac-Man and Tales of Arise shirt, and now I'm wondering if I really need a hoodie plush from Tales of Arise. Yes, <laughs> I would still no question. That is a resounding yes. Okay, add to cart. <laughs> Sorry, Kelly. Just enabling. Sorry, you Vaughn. <laughs> oh, he don't care. We... Mm. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm sorry, the hoodie plush is just so cute. <laughs> and I, I really like this Pac-Man shirt. It's kind of like the kill screen, so... Um, Ooh, Tyco guess... no Totsujin drum controller for $63, so you can play it on your Switch with the drum. I, I tend not, not to... Not much of a sale. I, I tend not to do... Uh, rather, I've heard of Tyco no Totsujin, but I've never really like Played been it. curious. Yeah, curious about it, or... Well, the game's only $16 in the store right now. Uh, beat, beat me into this before I spend my whole thing. <laughs> uh, you know, um, yeah. Maybe I need to stay out of there because I keep thinking, like, hmm, maybe I should uh, maybe I should see if any of their vinyls on sale. <laughs> um, that one of the other vinyls. Kelly, don't tell me. <laughs> uh, sorry, I follow, I follow Wario64 on Twitter, so I get this me stuff too. all the time. So, yeah. Uh, one of the vinyl sites is having a sale right now, and I almost sent it to you. Uh, ship to shore, right? 25% yeah. off? Yeah, I already took advantage yeah. of that with something. Okay. <laughs> but thank you. I, had a, I had a feeling. Yeah. Yeah, it was the last variant of the Symphony of Zeal, um, like, Chrono Trigger orchestral arrangement thing uh, that I needed as far as, like, the records go. So I was like, oh, cool, I'm going to get that for 25%. I've been waffling on it for a couple of weeks. I'm like, do I really need all the variants? And then I saw the 25% off, and I was like, well, I guess I do. So, yeah. Wow, shipping on the store is 15 bucks. That's annoying. Shipping mm-hmm. is not cheap anywhere anymore. Like, no. yeah, it's not great. Oh, well. Um, let's see. Ro- roguelike deck builder Phantom Rose uh, 2 Sapphire revealed. Um, this, this is play is in partnering with developer Make a Roll on Phantom Rose 2 Sapphire. This is a drawless roguelike deck builder that's planned to release later this year. Kind of looked neat. Oh, a drawless mechanic with players having to manage the cooldowns on their cards. Okay. When, when it said drawless, I'm like, what did this? Is it not draw the sprites or something? <laughs> 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 it confused me a little, but I get it now. Car, car cooled or card cooldowns. Okay. Um, there's also uh, Odin Cat announces Dream Channel Zero. Um, this is the, the their latest project, and it's a surreal and quirky adventure 
um, you're trying to escape a mysterious video game world, and the trailer kind of goes all messed up. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at this one um, before we started streaming, and I was just like, this thing looks a little odd. <laughs> yeah. Just it's also not bit. like I'm not really getting much of a sense of what the game is from the trailer. I mean, I know it's a lot of trailers anymore, but. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to know. They don't want to spoil it. It's a weird game. No. I don't know if you guys played this or not, but it gave me uh, Y2K vibes mm-hmm. a little bit. I'm just um, familiar with the game. I haven't played it, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I can see that with the art style. Yeah. Um, I've I started that game and I w- want to finish it just because of how messed up it is, but <laughs> keep getting distracted with shiny objects. I think the developer went on some weird tangent about the reason why his game didn't sell well was because like we're all terrible people or something like that. I don't remember. <laughs> or you know, like you, you made a game with a t- t- uh, unlikable protagonist and maybe people didn't jive with that. That's totally possible too, <laughs> but no, no, anything to avo- anything to avoid responsibility for maybe not putting out a great game. I mean, I've okay. This is a side tangent. I, depending on who you ask, that game is either the worst game in the best way possible or the best game ever. Mm-hmm. And I, I picked it up because it was on sale, and they said that, or because I watched a YouTube essay that talked about how it's such a bad game, mm-hmm. but bad, bad in like the room way where the badness is funny. Hmm. And and apparently the developer take a, took a lot of the criticisms to heart and put out a patch that fixed a lot of the problems with the uh, fight mechanics and stuff like that, too. Hmm. So, mild um, may vary. This is Y2K we're talking about, yep, by yep. the way. Nothing to do with the news other yep. than that trailer reminding me of it. The next story um, is about Solvars. Solvars. Is that like a soul jar? I don't know. Um, Shuisha Games partnering with developer Jinbolo to bring premium mobile RPG soul fars to PC. Premium mobile. Does that mean you buy once and no, I don't know what that means. Um, The story does not say it's a game with deck building elements coming to PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and uh, switch. And the PC is going to have a demo. Um, available available in the upcoming Steam Next Fest, and it was originally released for iOS and Android last year. Um, Tell me about the world... new wizardry. Oh, okay. We, we, moving on. Wait, we're doing uh, this. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was just trying to explain what kind of game Solvars was. Oh, okay. I already, clo- I already closed the tab. I'm a so. little tired. Sorry, I missed that. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm more interested in wizardry anyway. (laughs) Getting another DLC scenario. Uh, This is going to be available on Steam June 22nd. Hey, the same day as Final Fantasy. This is Wizardry (laughs) The Five Ordeals, which was the re-release of the 2006 Japan exclusive Wizardry Guide and Five Ordeals, originally released on the moniker Itsutsu no Shiren, which, okay. I don't know. Is this any good? Does anyone know if it's good? It looks more modern than wizardry tends to be, so that's nice. All right, I mean, no one knows. <laughs> I don't know. I've always been I've always been curious about wizardry games, but I also know that they are extremely uh, difficult, like unapproachable in a way that's annoying. <laughs> so, 
I mean, your mileage may vary there. Um, Sword and Fairy N2 physical switch released announced. Um, this is a spinoff of the uh, Sword and Fairy games. It's more of a, a life sim than a turn-based RPG like looks the Sword like and Diner Fairy. Dash. What the heck? Oh, yeah, I see. Was, There's mini games. That that was the vibe I was getting to. Um, the physical edition is going to be on uh, Play Asia. How mm-hmm. much is it? Uh, 30 bucks for the standard edition and 40 bucks for the collector's edition that includes a soundtrack, CD, sticker sheets, and a numbered certificate. Um, be- bear in mind that uh, Play Asia tends to charge a little bit for shipping and can take forever to ship, so your mileage may vary there, but yeah. And then we've got Weird West heading to Switch, um, specifically Weird West Definitive Edition. Um a dark fantasy RPG version of the Wild West. Yeah, I like the trailers like 4K resolution, 60 frames per second, PS5, Xbox Series X, PC. <laughs> the, st- <laughs> the story is about the Switch version, which is not going to be 4K, 60. Yeah. <laughs> no release dates yet, so it's just coming to the nope. Switch. So. Okay. Um, Tactical Roguelite Dice Folk has been announced. Um, this is set in a world where beings called dice folk are able to bring creatures called chimeras to life. Okay, uh, so it's play- Pokemon with dice. Okay, yeah, I was just gonna say that. That's what we need another Pokemon clone. Diceymon. Um, and then Testament, the Order of the High Human, has been announced. Uh, the a first person person Metroidvania action adventure with puzzles. All right. Yeah, this one looks kind of neat. Is this going to be a better Skyrim than Skyrim? Probably not. Or or better Metroid than Metroid Prime? I was about to say. Don't say those words. You'll get people very mad at you. That's okay. I'm fine with that at this point. I don't like that game. I I can see why people do. I just. I say it's not for me. I don't say I don't like that game. You've got to be careful. All right. Yeah. I mean, I have a love-hate relationship with the Metroid Prime series because I have fun with them, but they give me motion sickness, and the the, uh, GameCube controller really hurt my hand back in the day. Testament. The Order of High Human. So does this mean you get a bunch of weed and you go shoot some bow and arrows at people? What is going on in this game? Is it going to be any good? I don't know. We'll have to... uh, Wait and see. Yeah. <laughs> now, something that looks like it's going to be good is our next story here. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I didn't realize that there was a PlayStation Direct this there week. There was. So I, I'm, I'm getting a uh, message from Chris. Is like, Cat Quest, Quest 3 is announced. And I'm like, wait, what? PlayStation Direct. Like, oh, okay. That was an interesting place to announce Cat Quest 3. Um, Cat and it's not Quest, called Quest Cat Quest Three. Pirates of the Caribbean announced, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the the trailer sounds like it's voiced by Matt Berry um, from what we do in the shadows. I don't know if anybody's noticed that, or oh, people people in the Twitter comments noticed it. Nice. Uh, I I sent a message to the to um. Gentle Bros asking on the trailer asking if that was Matt Berry and I never got a response but yeah they're not God. announcing that now 
It is so funny. It would be so funny. Like, it's not Matthew Barry. It's Matthew Perry. (laughs) That seems like it would be a more expensive gift. (laughs) Well, well, yeah. Isn't that the guy from Friends? Friends, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, he didn't sound like Chandler. It'd be like, could there be any more cats? (laughs) Speaking of, you get to play a cat in Dragon Dogma 2, maybe? Or is, I don't know what's going on. They have cat people in Dragon Dogma 2. Oh, one more thing. The the enemies and oh, the and cat quest, cat quest and the cat quest three are pirates. Oh gosh! <laughs> God, I love those games. Are they going to have dogs again? And it's going to have to dock points for having dogs again, <laughs> and then get hate mail for it. <laughs> That's what cracked me up about that. People took her seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we kind of already teased this. Dragon's Dogma 2 was announced on the PlayStation Direct. Yeah, and, buddy. and yeah, I see kitty people in the screenshots. Yeah, I have no idea if you can play as them or not. So It would make me happy if you could. Basically, Ked, Kedjeet with the file, the serial numbers file mm-hmm. off. Um, <laughs> so Dragon's Dogma 2 begins in an underground jail, and you control a character known as the Arisen, whose heart was stolen by a dragon. Again. Um, you set out to slay the destructive beast, um, and you're joined by three other worldly beings called pawns. I, I, I've heard so many things about the first Dragon's Dogman, whether or not it would be a fun game to play. It could be incredibly frustrating at times. I Normally, like, the sort of, like, harder... I don't know, like maybe darker RPG isn't my thing, but oh, I just adored that first game. It really just clicked with me. There was this part in the first game where I came, like, went into this fortress, kind of cleared it out, and then had um, like a giant, like, Cyclops, like, chasing me down. And we were trying to take, you know, me and my three pawns were trying to take it out, and one after the other, they kept dropping, and eventually, like, my. Uh, like my personal pawn like told me to run away or whatever or get get away and it started attacking it by itself and gave me time to run away and it and uh, my pawn dropped and i was like wow that was that was better than anything story-wise this game has tried to do stuff in that game that i i really get into i i couldn't tell you more than like the overall plot of like what happened in dragon's dogma um outside of like you know you know, the, you're the Arisen, the dragon takes your heart, and then uh, let's just say it's all cyclical of sorts. And beyond that, I don't remember a damn thing about Dragon's Dogma, but it's more the moments and the gameplay that I remember in that stuff. And it's just like, I, I, I watching this trailer and just seeing like the combat go, and I'm like, oh yeah, I want to get back into this game. Oh, I love this game. <laughs> Speaking of combat trailers, the next game has quite the combat trailer. Phantom Blade Zero? Mm-hmm. Was there another game called Phantom Blade? I have no idea, but this looks incredible, <laughs> and I can't believe that any of it is actually gameplay. <laughs> but it's on PS5, Chris. Of course it looks like There's that. a lot of people with fake arms. Like, the developer saw Sekiro Shadows Die Twice and said, we can make Shadow Sekiro games like it sell well is the game we want, so let's do it. But, I don't know, this, the, the the gameplay is more frantic action than than Dark Souls's Dark Souls style, so I don't know what's going on. But it looks uh, it looks incredible, I think. But do we have any info from the story? 
Just um, kung fu yeah. punk is what they're describing the game as. All right. I guess it's better than holy punk. Uh, PS5 and PC, no release period announced. So we'll see. They don't show any like in-game uh, UI elements. So I, I know better than to trust that the game's going to play like this when you actually get your hands on it. But it was a cool trailer. Yeah, like I say, more than a little skeptical, but you know, might turn out cool. Who knows? Um, let's see, we got another tactical roguelite Days of Doom announced. Days of um, Doom. Set in a colorful From Atari. Oh. Interesting. This is the in name only Atari. Whoop, whoop. Atari oh. alert. Atari <laughs> alert. <laughs> uh wait, okay, they the new Atari system is called the VCS too. Or mm-hmm. also. And I was like, wait, an Atari VCS? How is that going to work? But never mind. Wait, there's a new Atari system yeah, you gotta, coming you out. You gotta get the RAM expansion for your VCS. <laughs> I was gonna say RAM expansion, graphical upgrade port, uh <laughs> Is this a? Uh, it's not VCS only. It's on like everything, including the yeah. VCS. Oh, it's it's yeah, included basically. In it's like, an indie what? game that runs everywhere. <laughs> I, I this would also just... have been on the Ouya, and uh, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> if that was still I, a thing. R.I.P. Buddy. I, I was just wondering if this was like another mon- tell me tell Rico money laundering scam or not. No, that was the Intellivision. supposedly that's not dead no of course not they never are and i'm six foot (laughs) so does this look interesting to you uh it looks like i mean it seems like tactical roguelites yeah i don't know dime a dozen (sighs) it doesn't look like it's for me chris all right how about tower of fantasy on the playstation let's see tower of fantasy uh Set in a world where dwindling resources and energy have caused humanity to migrate to a planet where they're. This is a this is a gotcha game on PC already. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No. (laughs) Uh, That was a quick no. (laughs) It's uh, it's you know, like uh, Genshin Impact. It's anime waifus. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, You're good. Okay. Yeah, Hakoda Beyond the Stars announced. This is a uh, like this is the same developer that did Draft and Annika, um, a juvenile sci-fi adventure RPG in development for PC, PS5, and Nintendo Switch. So this is a Japanese uh, trailer. Is it uh, being localized? I don't know if this. It is currently that. planned to release in English and Japanese in 2025. There we go. 25. Oh, call me in a year. <laughs> Next. Jeez. <laughs> I love how dismissive you got there. I'm tired of games being announced too early. What do you want from me? Yeah, this next one's an homage to JRPG classics, or so the trailer tells me. Yeah, it's just trying to be Skies of Arcadia, basically. What is this? Sky Ocean's Wings for Hire. Wow, it does look like Skies. Like a less powerful Skies of Arcadia, mm-hmm. but with dogfighting. Could could be interesting. Um, Coming out for develop- everything, it looks like. Yeah, mm. and you're, it's got Sky Pirates, um, each with their own backgrounds and tastes. So um, uh, It's not coming out for PS4 and Xbox One. No. It sure looks like it could run on that. Yeah. yeah I- those those last gen, man. Get over it. You, <laughs> ignore the fact that it's on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, Chris... <laughs> 
it looks like the Front Mission 2 remake has been delayed. It was <gasps> set to release in June, but now it's hoping to release in quarter 2023. Um, honest, the, I forgot that was happening. <laughs> the development team put out a statement saying that um, they want to make sure that they have sufficient time to add as many functionalities functionalities as possible with the proper imp- implementation and tests in order to meet your expectations. So... Oh. Read the first one didn't sell very well, so we're holding back and making sure that this is worth doing. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, they've probably done most of the work already, so. No, oh, yeah, I mean it's release windows quarter three, two thousand twenty-three. So okay. Yep. So um, Yeez Ten Nord Nordics is releasing in Japan this September, specifically on September twenty eighth. Do we have an answer and, uh, as to who had the stupid idea to give Adol a ship? <laughs> uh, I yeah. I, <laughs> There's no answer for that, to, huh, Kelly? I know we've talked. To, I know we've talked to, to death, but I can't wait to see Adol just constantly wreck a ship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna deliberately do that. Get a ship, wash up on shore. I don't think you'll have a choice. Wood. That's cool. I mean, you know, I... God, sometimes I swear, if Falcom had the money that Square did, their action RPGs would be, like, <laughs> so well-known. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're popular they just raise in the price. J- oh, sorry, sorry. Go they're, ahead, Kelly. They're popular in Japan. Yeah. Uh, Maybe they should I... just raise the prices on the CDs, like, two bucks, and that would probably do uh, good for them, because I, I, think they, I think their soundtracks tend to sell better than their games do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a tad. Says the guy who has. Uh, let me see. What do I have? He's one and two. Uh, Oath and Felgana, six and eight, and a couple like compilation albums on vinyl. So yeah. Is this the pirate game I've been waiting for? It, I Is hope so. Is this my mythical pirate RPG? It's like Sibir's pirates, but with good combat. Guess who else had a game showcase? Uh, Kelly. Oh, marvelous! They announced multiple titles. Um, they have a, a trailer for Loop Eight: Summer of the Gods. Um, a reminder that Stories of Seasons: A Wonderful Life will release in June 2023, followed by uh, Rune Factory Three Special in September 2023 this year. And then they introduced two new games: Fashion Dreamer and Project Magia. Um, fashion Dreamer is a fashion influencer game, and Project Magia is a title themed around a new frontier. Uh, Seems like we're getting into the uh, DS era games here again. Yeah, um, they announced a new IP, Project Life is RPG, um, planned to be an original title that appeals to all fans and features life as a key theme. Um, This could either be great or turn into another... uh... Gosh, what was that 3DS game, Chris, that was supposed to be a life sim that was terrible? Uh... I, I'm sorry, I, I can only think of the level 5 one that was not terrible. Fantasy oh, Life. Oh, Fantasy Life? Cause yeah, yeah. It, it was the one that was Project Happiness before? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I remember you said you played it and you hated it. Uh, um, we're also getting two new Rune Factory games. Um, one is called Project Dragon, which is a spinoff to the Rune Factory themed around East and West. Okay. Um, and then Rune Factory 6 is confirmed to be in development. The uh, dragon finally, one looks more advanced than the Rune Factory 6 one. Um, finally, uh, Marvelous announced a sequel to D- Demon X Machina. Um, the sequel is going to be titled Demon X Machina Titanic Scion. 
I never played the original. Me either. Did people like that? I don't know. I think I only just... All I did was buy the controllers that came with it and not the game. Because <laughs> I was about to say, was Demon X Machina the reason for the... Uh, yeah, the turbo button controllers, right? Yeah. That were... Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was that one or the Astral Chain. No, nah, I think it was Demon X Machina. Okay. But uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, speaking of Marvelous uh, Harvest Moon... The, uh, I, Wait, Marvelous isn't doing it. No. It's, right. Uh, this is Natsume. <laughs> so, sorry, mm-hmm. I, I, I get confused. I forget that they, um, that, uh, that it split off. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, the Harvest Moon, the Winds of Anthos is launching in September for PS4, PC, Xbox One, and Series X, and Nintendo Switch. Um, physical console pre-orders through select retailers will come with a bonus Sleepy Time Cow plush. Um, a $85 limited edition is available to pre-order through... Why don't we have a picture of the Sleepy Time Cow plush? It's cute. Oh, here it's it is. Here it is. Oh, it's cute. Anna! Anna, are you getting the sleepy time cow plush from Natsume? You got to live. You've seen this cow. It's better than any of the plushes you were responsible for. Ouch. Jeez. (laughs) Low blow, Chris. Jeez, man. Tell us how you really feel. It's so cute, though. It is adorable. Why didn't you make them like this, Anna? I forgot Anna all that stuff's out of her control. I'm just teasing her. I know. <laughs> it t- probably took a lot of work for them to get to the point where they found someone who can make a plushie like this. We don't have a good sense of its scale. This might be tiny, but it, it looks probably cute. Is. Yeah. I would imagine it's the same size as like the uh, most yeah. of the other plushies. Uh, well, some of those plushies are pretty big. Well, okay. <laughs> living in a house size. where we have all of them. Well, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. All right. I anyway. mean, uh, like, like the the first run of cows and stuff you got with the pre-orders when they started. Oh, doing some that of those initially. are tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only, well, I have two plushes. One of them was bought independent or given to me for Christmas independently of uh, uh, pre-order. It was the Bobcat plush from one of the later Harvest Moons, like the the big Bobcat plush. Yep. Oh, yep, we got that. And then a tiny little rabbit plush from Rune Factory. We have all those. Most of the plushes are in a bag downstairs because we don't have room for a bunch for an entire Harvest Moon farm. (laughs) (sighs) That those plushes survive the purge. Mm hmm. They did. All right. So tell me about uh, Blue Protocol. You going to you going to buy. Are you going to pick up Blue Protocol? You look excited for Blue Protocol. What is it? <laughs> the next story. See, I answered it for you. It's an online action <laughs> RPG. It's free to play. It's, it's, yeah, it's, <sighs> how do I explain Blue Protocol? Think Genshin Impact, but from a different company, as opposed to Honkai Star Rail, which is Genshin Impact from the same company. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no. That doesn't sound that interesting to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of with you on that one. <laughs> oh, it's a, Tam is taking offense. Hey, Honkai Star Rail is turn-based. You're right. I'm sorry. I just meant it's a it's a waifu gathering RPG. <laughs> but, alright, whatever. 
the game the for blue protocol if you are into it it's going to launch on june 14th pre-registration is available on the official japanese website um that launch is japan only however so the western release is pushed back to 2024 and they're gonna have a closed beta test later this year sorry oh shucks you can check out a trailer though to get excited for it mooncap is asking what's wrong with a wifey gathering rpg did i say anything was wrong with it i may have implied that i have no desire to play one but i didn't say anything was wrong with it mooncap yeah it's not for us yeah all right, Disgaea 7 Vows of the Virtualist is launching in October, Kelly. We've got a date. Oh, it'll, it'll give me time to get through that massive summer of games. Um, and will, this, try, well, will this Disgaea be different than any of the other Disgaea? I think that it, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that it has, well, it says that it has an improved auto battle. Yeah, system. it's going to be closer to 6 than the others because it's got auto battle in it still, so. But I expect a story that uh, starts off promising, but ultimately goes nowhere. A bunch of side characters that are just transparent 2D tropes that don't really develop into anything significant. And uh, all the DLC to be ways to shove in previous characters from the series and get you to spend money on nostalgia. Yay. I mean... I I have the collector's edition pre-ordered, but I've pre-ordered. I've pre-ordered it. So, so you getting it? Oh yeah, absolutely. I've, I've pre-ordered every Disgaea collector's edition except two, because two was when I didn't didn't have as much money to blow. Mm-hmm. And well, actually, and technically one way back in the day, uh, the PS2 version, because um, it had an incredibly low print run, and I got lucky and got it. But that's neither here nor there. But the, the thing is that's bothering me is that we're doing a backtrack for Disgaea 6 at some point in July. And I, but with all the games coming out, I'm not sure if I'm going to have time to finish it, even though all I literally need to do is just autoplay it and watch the cutscenes. Hmm. Um, your, your mileage may vary there. I, I kind of can't wait for Disgaea 7. I mean, I liked what I played of Disgaea 6. I just got distracted by shiny objects. So we have an early release date for Inkbound. I don't remember what Inkbound is, but you go into books. So is this a roguelike? I haven't heard of it. Craft your build. Choose an item to replace. Multiplayer, it looks like. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Out now on Steam. So it's, it's uh, in early access now. 20 bucks. So if you've been waiting for Inkbound, go check that out now. Okay, what's coming out this week? Uh, 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 probably nothing. Let's take a look. Uh, all right. May, end of May to early June. We've got... Didn't all this stuff come out? Am I in the wrong? I am. Okay. End of May, end of May. May... Oh, boy. Nope. Uh, System Shock coming out for PC in theory on the 30th. Oh, is that a remake? Coming out? Yeah. Finally so coming been... out, in theory. Because I haven't heard much about it, so... That's been delayed like crazy. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I can find their uh, store or anything. News? News. News? News. Here's the first trailer for... System Shock's already on sale, but you better ask fast. What? 
I think I saw War 64 tweet about that. Oh, they had a they had a pre-release sale. Okay, so yeah. they had a pre-order sale. Um whatever. So it's it's coming out for what? 35 40 bucks. All right. There you go. We'll just let that be for now. Okay, so System Shock and what else is coming out? We've got Etrian Odyssey Origins collection. Seriously? Yeah, that kind of like got announced and it's coming out really quickly it seems like. And I will wait for that to go on sale because I'm not paying 40 bucks for that. That's the one that doesn't have the remade versions of the early games, right? No, it's, it's lame. It's just HD-ified versions. All right. Uh, Loop 8's coming out in Japan. And what else? That's like it. Yeah, let's uh, double check our new release list just to be sure. Upcoming System Shock. The Caligula Effect Overdose for PS5. Uh, the three Etrian Odysseys, 1, 2, and 3 in HD, but not the remade versions. These are remastered versions of the original ones, so none of that voice acting stuff, I guess. And uh, that's it. Yay. Um, we've got Inc. Oh, I guess we already talked about that. Yeah, we did. My bad. Um, and our editorials. Um, we've got a review, a review for Ash of the Gods of the Way um, from Alex Fuller. I have not heard of this game. Maybe you weren't on that one, but we had talked about it on the show. We a did, of weeks yeah. Because yeah, uh, somebody brought up that it looked like the Banner Saga art style. Oh right, yeah, I remember now. But this is card okay. based, right? Mm-hmm. So um, Alex gave it a 3.5 out of 5, saying that it's a good mix-up of rules and challenges and had a so- has a solid base game system. But uh, the more interesting story elements peter out, and it doesn't offer enough of a reason to stick around after the first playthrough. So I'd probably wait for a sale, because you're only going to be playing it once. And then we've got a Hunt the Night review from Pascal Takaya, you know, the, the night is so elusive, you have to hunt it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what even is it, this? When you, when you hunt the night, does that mean you attack the darkness? <laughs> oh, it's a pixel art action RPG. Okay. Yeah, he gave it a 3.5 out of 5, saying that um, combat's two primary aspects play off of each other beautifully. Uh, the visuals masterfully marry at Lovecraftian themes to gothic sensibility. And it has a rich soundscape that fully immerses the player, but the story takes a little advantage of its lore. It lacks side content and has a hap- haphazard world le- layout that leads to some unclear side posting. Yeah, the game looks cool. I mean, yeah. wish wish was this. That last um, negative thing there is sort of what I would say it's sold me out of not getting it, basically. Yeah. Um, I, I hate it in games when I don't have any idea where I need to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like everything else, including the other negatives, like I could live with, but it just as soon as that one popped up, I'm like, I just, I don't want to like immediately have to go to like, where, okay, where the, where am I supposed to be going now? If I put it down for like three days? Yeah. Yeah, that can be irritating. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else. We've got a Atelier Marie remake, Alchemist of Salberg impression from Paul Scarelli. Um, does he talk about it just kind of goes into some parts about the first part of the game um are you interested in atelier marie at all yeah because i i love the atelier series and i want to see where it started um 
I'm not going to be getting it right away. Obviously, I lately have been waiting for uh, Atelier Games to go on sale. So uh, you can read about that. And then there's the Thirsty Suitors interview with Alex Fuller. Um, they're talking about from the their, uh, designer and creative director Ch- Chadana Eka Ekanayaki. Oh. Did I, I don't know if I pronounced that right. Yeah, I don't Sorry, know either. Sorry, did I but, butchered that name. But yeah, the creative director for Thirsty Suitors. Um, this was that kind of dance-like dating sim game, I want to say. It's not really a dance game. It's an RPG about culture, oh. relationships, family pressure, as they say it. Um, well, Yeah, there's, there's turn-based combat, skateboarding, and cooking. <laughs> the, the screenshot made it look like there was dance I know, yeah, yeah. Well, because it's... Um, it's kind of got like that Bollywood production stuff going on. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of digging that. It's the cool. Picture it's there so the, cool geez. looking. Cool. It does look interesting. Yeah, oh, boy. I, yeah, I, 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 I want to fit this one. into my schedule at some point. I should, I should pick it up or see if I already have it somewhere. <laughs> oh, that, that is a show. That's the show. All right, well, then you got to tell me what you're going to play this week, Kelly. Uh, more tears. More tears. What about no, you? No, not no, not the game. I just plan on crying for a week. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. I am uh, going to see if there's a fix for this Trails in the Sky thing where I don't need to be connected online because I was like, oh, cool, I can plunk my way through this and between the orders on DoorDash and. Yeah, maybe not so much. But in the meantime, I'm going to be working on getting chorizo in Far Cry 6. And then we'll see if I enjoy it from there. <laughs> you got to go after peaches, too? You know what? Yeah, probably. I, you know, I think I'm going to try to get all the animals, all your little oh. buddies or whatever. Because it just, yeah, it seems pretty cool. <laughs> so. a, lot of, a lot of people do because the, the animals' companions are supposedly the best ones. If there's human companions uh, that I've dealt with so far, I, I haven't. Um, well, let me just say all the human characters have been kind of um, not fantastic but the uh the the uh the alligator i've got guapo he's great so <laughs> i like him far cry, far cry 5 is the one where you're infiltrating the cult right 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 oh, yeah okay. oh can you get hamburger the bear in that one you know i don't know i don't know uh, we're talking outside about of uh, far blood cry dragon no? i've never cheeseburger really i'm sorry it's cheeseburger cheeseburger the bear huh yeah yeah, at some point I need to boot up Blood Dragon because I've heard that that's a good one and a good intro to the series. It is. It's also short and not gigantic. That's kind of what makes it, I think, approachable. Because well, if you look so at Far Cry, funny. It, does, it suffers from the uh, the Ubisoft just like gigantism. I'm looking at the the where they train they train the the bear, and it's the mm-hmm. it's the same taming animation from Far Cry Primal, which is the only Far Cry <laughs> I've played. Oh, I forgot I played that one too. Yeah, because because if I was gonna play any of them, I'd personally prefer playing some of the more funny ones, like uh, uh, well, I guess Primal wasn't funny, but like Blood Dragon, and uh, I've heard that the DLC for three is funny. Mm, okay, but I thought uh, I th- I think um, Blood Dragon is the DLC for three. Oh wait, no, yeah, it's, it's uh, Blood Dragon is standalone. Well, it was standalone, okay. yeah, yeah. But I just mean, like, I think that was like the thing that was made off of the Far Cry Three engine that they uh, put out. Okay. I, I was trying to remember which one has a DLC where you're 
playing as the guy voiced by Nacho from Breaking Bad, and you're going through a dream sequence over and over. Oh, okay. Or maybe that's six. <laughs> How to tell the world has too many Far Cry games. Yeah. Yeah. And there's only six of them. <laughs> Which is the one where they have a nuclear war and Fallout. Uh, Fallout? Fa- no. <laughs> Oh, never mind. Oh, it sounds like five is where they blow things up, which means yeah, six yeah, is afterwards. Okay. Cult thing. Well, five, if I'm remembering right, like the, it's like the new order or the new world or something like that. It is, says new dawn. Oh, new dawn. There you go. They knew it was new buzzword something or another. There's an, there's a separate far cry from far cry six. That's called new dawn. Oh, I can't keep up with all this. Yeah. That's a, that 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 goes with Far Cry Five, I believe. So I when did where does Fallout Six take place, or is it just it's all separate? It's all separate universes. Chris. It's a separate universe, or is I it guess, just? I don't know. We only had a nuclear apocalypse in a very small area. Yes, there you go. <laughs> That's probably the one, actually. Okay, fine, whatever. I you know I don't think you go to Far Cry for the uh, 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 lore and storytelling. No, it says and dive into a breathtaking post-apocalyptic world. I don't know that I would describe any post-apocalyptic rendition I've seen as breathtaking, with the exception maybe of Adventure Time. No, I think you could because, um, you know, if, if there's no trees or anything, you literally takes your breath away because you die. Well, oh, okay. Fair enough. So yep. the no most oxygen. literal definition. Yep, the most definition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Oh, right. What am I going to do? I'm going to probably mod a bunch of games and then not play any of the games I mod and decide <laughs> to play something else. Uh-huh. Because I'm me, and that's how I work. I'm just killing time till Diablo. <laughs> Let's be real. Oh, wait, I'm going to be in Canada. <sighs> and are we streaming next week? Okay, so there's... So starting the next two weeks, there's going to be a different RPG cast than normal. Phil's going to be hosting and doing the, the stream and stuff. And and I don't think me and... I, I don't think I'll be on... Uh, Cause I'm, we're going to Canada for my wife's uh, family. They're doing some birthday celebrations for her grandpa. So yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be fun. And then after that, uh, so, so I have to figure out what I'm going to play while I'm remote, which, you know, this would be a good time for the, for, um, you know, tears of the kingdom on a switch since I'm traveling, but uh, mm-hmm. I lent it to someone and that someone's going to be watching our cats while we're away so mm. i don't want to take away from them buy another one <laughs> no i'm good <laughs> i'm good okay thanks just thought i'd throw out the offer actually don't want to play it but um i'm like well that'd be a good excuse to play it so i gotta figure out what i'm gonna play since i'm just gonna want to play diablo 4 and i'm not gonna have a pc that's capable of it while i'm in canada is making me mad <laughs> You know, this is the first Diablo that I have not been excited about. I, I don't know. It's just I haven't heard a whole lot about the game, and that kind of bugs me, uh, especially since. How have you not heard a lot about the game? There's been multiple betas and people talking and drama and YouTube videos galore. What more do you want to hear about the I, game? I've been hearing I, too much about the game. <laughs> I guess my YouTube isn't recommending the right. Oh, apparently not. Yeah, Kelly, there's so much Diablo 4 content. People have already got tier lists of builds for you to play on day one. Oh, my Lord. Well, no, I think what's got me bothered is 
all, all of the Overwatch 2 drama and it, it carrying it over into this. Oh, not just the Overwatch 2 drama. Now we've got the shutting down the uh, original Call of Duty servers that are fan hosted because, of course, we have to do that, too. <sighs> it's, it's just something about this game. I, I feel like it's going to come out and be a shit show. And it's a Blizzard launch. They always go bad. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, but Blizzard launches lately have been disastrous. <laughs> well, we'll see. Except except for um uh I almost said Blood Moon. Uh Dragon Dragon yeah. Age, Dragon Dragon, Dragon Quest Inquis- Inquisition. <laughs> uh, yeah, D- Dragonflight is like the only one that hasn't really turned negative, but ever since I want to say that Warcraft 3 remaster. I don't know. I've just been wary about yeah, the yeah. stuff. Well, it's hard to do good launches, and it's a high-profile company, and they've been making lots of mistakes, and everyone's ready to rip them a new one. So, yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm sure people are going to complain a lot about Diablo 4. I'm more interested to see how to perform sales-wise and uh, numbers-wise as far as how many people are playing it. Uh, the press, uh, the, the buzz around that game is not going to be trustworthy. Because there's just too many people no. ready to to poop on it, so yeah, you're going to yeah. have to look by the deeds and not their words whether or not it, it, mute the noise a little bit and see what people are actually doing to kind of get a feel for how people really think about it versus what the influencers think about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and the other thing that really pissed me off was that I, I've bought the Diablo. I mean. I bought the Diablo 3 Collector's Edition, and I was looking forward to 4s. Yeah. And the fact that they just made it separate without the game yep. just is shitty to me. Sorry. But you uh, that means you don't need it. No, you're right. I probably don't need it. But it was something that I, I kind of looked forward to with Blizzard Games Why? getting their Collector's Editions. and oh, mm. You got to free yourself. Well, they, they used to be worth it. And now they're just terrible. Yeah, well... As somebody who used to buy collector's editions, basically everything like Tears of the Kingdom was the one that sort of broke me of it. I was like, "Wow, this collector's edition's underwhelming." To say the well, least, and, I'm just going to pass. And and bear in mind, I only do it for games that I'm really, really into and excited mm. about, which is why I've done every Disgaea one and up until yeah. now every Blizzard one. But now the Blizzard ones have just been dog shit. <gasps> All right, I've got some good news. I'll yes. be able to play two evenings of Diablo Four. Except that those are the two evenings I have to be packing for Canada. Why don't you pack early? That's what I do. I have to start packing pack now. Early, <laughs> yeah, pack Yeah, in the show, pack now, Chris. Get it done. That's why you're ready and primed for Diablo 4. No, I have Fallout New Vegas to mod. Oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> Chris. Can you tell man. I don't want to pack? All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We'll see you next week. Uh, JC will be here to, to kind of host and, and take care of y'all. And we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, 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 oh, right. Answer the question of the week, which was, do you exploit glitches in games? Go leave uh, some show feedback over in the, the show thread on rpgamer.com. We'll be here next week, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on twitch.tv slash rpgamer. Uh, well, JC will be here along with probably Kelly and some others, and yeah. they will stream, and we'll see you then. I better get packing. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.